What's up, my friends? It is Matt Prince here. This is the Matt Prince Podcast brought to you by strengthcoachsecrets.com and Royal Fitness. Today's topic is this, harder to kill. Now, there's a lot of talk at the moment around, you know, wearing a mask or uh, not talking to anybody, locking yourself inside and fucking becoming a hermit, Um, you know, staying away, right? Everything's about locking down and 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 not preventing but avoiding and what i wanted to do is is shoot a quick podcast around the idea of being proactive and the idea of becoming harder to kill right the i've I've talked about it for years weaponizing the body bulletproofing the mind and i really think it's an important concept but what i wanted to do is sort of break it down what it would mean to become harder to kill and to weaponize the body right and when i talk weaponize the body i'm talking weaponize the body against disease i'm talking weaponize the body against violence i'm talking weaponize the body against injury against you know health related things against just just becoming sort of a an all-round animal right and at this time in the world um you know with everybody fucking freaking out about everything going on i think it's more important than ever that we look after ourselves right in terms of our health so there's four pieces to this. And I actually did shoot a podcast and I was 25 minutes in and I felt like it was on fire. Um, but I got called and it lost the podcast. So I'm going to re rejig it all. Um, but it should be better this time because I've practiced it for, for 25 minutes. So uh, you'll get some extra fire right now. So First things first, becoming harder to kill. First piece to it that I wanted to talk about is just general health. Like if you you are not healthy, you have no uh, no right calling yourself a weapon or expecting yourself to be a weapon. Okay, so if your nutrition is shit, if you don't sleep good, if you're out all weekend partying up and you know fucking up your body and your brain, like if you're doing that all of the time, you know if you're not taking your nutrients and stuff that you need to get, like even just key nutrients like hydration, like water, right? You know if you're not doing those things. It's going to be very hard to 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 grow and, and get better from there. So the first piece with this, like the, that that side of things, your health, I, I always recommend everyone to make sure that they're drinking thirty three mils times their body weight in water, and that'll be a base level of hydration. All right, so it, it should be around three to four liters for most most men and probably two to three and a half for most women. Um, you should drink more. Like don't don't. I don't think that you can, um, you know, overdo it with the water. Being more hydrated is better than not being hydrated, basically. So get your water in, all right? Part two, greens. I always recommend greens. People take multivitamins. I think multivitamins are good. It's better than not taking them, anything, but it's hard to break down in your body. So getting something in a capsule form where it's powder inside, the capsule breaks down, the, the powder goes in, that's going to be better if you're taking a tablet sort of version. If you're taking um, the powder, I think that's even better. So I, I mix the greens powder in with water, mix it up, drink it down, um, or blend it. If you if you want to blend up some greens in a smoothie, fantastic. Right? That sort of stuff's really, really good. Easier for the body to absorb the nutrients that you want it to get in. So that's just something that you should play with is um, – make sure that you're taking the right type of supplements for your body to absorb. Uh, And the way you'll notice this is if you take a multivitamin and piss like bright orange, you're probably not absorbing that much of it. I don't really get 
um, you know, the, the, that bright orange pea when I'm, uh, when I'm drinking greens, but I'm getting all the nutrients. Um, and you can sort of see that by the way it comes out, you know, the other, the other part, right. When you, when you're doing number twos and it's, um, you know, if you have too much of it, it starts going green, right? I know that's a bit of too much information, but anyone who's who's uh, upped their greens dramatically knows exactly what I'm talking about there. But you can actually sort of feel it clean, cleansing out your body, which is a good thing. So that's part two. Part three in there is sleep, right? You want to make sure that your sleep's on point. There's a lot of uh, a lot of things linked to poor sleep, as in like poor health, um, you know, a lot of mental illnesses can be re- linked directly back to sleep. And sleeping is something that you can't like bank. And I learned this the hard way. I was like, when I first had Nate, uh, missing those sleepless nights, having good night's sleep leading into that doesn't help. You know, you have one bad night's sleep, you fucked it. <laughs> you, know, you have two, you fucked. You have three in a row, you start to go completely batshit crazy. And it's it doesn't matter. You can't sort of have a good night's sleep and then and then it, it sort of saves you for a few days. It doesn't work like that. It can save you for a day. Like you can, you know, get a really good sleep and that can that can fix up, you know, some some damage you've done in the past, but you can't string it together. You know, you can't future bank it. Right. So things to think about with your sleep is sleep um, duration. So how long you're sleeping for sleep quality. So if you're waking up a lot or you've got like sleep apnea, cause you know, might be carrying extra body fat or you've got broken noses, like what I've had, or you, you know, super tired and you start choking yourself in your sleep. That stuff um, is something that you can address and there is actual medical help you can get for those things. Um, so, and I'd recommend looking into them if you have those things, cause that will, that will affect your quality of life. Um, you know, temperature, um, you know, wind down routines, like not being on your phone and, and seeing blue lights and all that sort of stuff, um, before bed is a really, really good thing. So having a routine where, you know, it might be like having a shower or reading a book or having a tea or talking to your partner or whatever, like have a routine and that will help your sleep quality improve. And the last little piece with the, the health side of things, guys, like a lot of people don't think about this, but diaphragmatic breathing, just breathing properly in general, breathing into your belly has a lot of health benefits rather than just being shallow, short breaths into your chest. Uh, Being conscious of your breath patterns can make a huge difference. Okay. So there's some pieces to think about when you're trying to become a harder to kill in terms of what you can do in in your food, your sleep and all that sort of stuff. Part two, we talk about, you know, harder to kill weaponizing the body. I think having a good cardiovascular base and athletic base is a really, really key part that a lot of people miss. A lot of people train to get stronger, um, but they don't necessarily, they, they under undersell the idea of cardio. It's like cardio is hardio. I hate cardio, all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, anything over five reps is cardio for, for some people. And I think that mindset can really fuck you up because, if your conditioning is poor, the circulation of blood in your body and the circulation of oxygen in your body can be worse, right? So you want to improve that so everything's more efficient, right? And there's there's different forms of cardio, like there's the anaerobic exercises, the, the aerobic types of exercise, and I think people need both. So my, my cardio training is essentially I walk a lot and, um, you know, it might be three, four times a week. I'm outside getting air, getting sun, you know, walking Nate in his pram taking the dog for a walk, walking with towel, whatever, right? I'm walking around on my feet at, at work in the gym. 
doing that a lot, but I'll also have the anaerobic side of things where it might be through and it's low impact anaerobic for me. Like I'm not doing like sprints on flat ground or anything like that anymore, but, um, or even even my uh, my my kickboxing and striking and stuff like I don't do a lot of that stuff anymore because it beats my body up a lot. So my my low impact conditioning will be it's low impact, high intensity, but it will be like sled work, kettlebell work. Um, you know, it might be ski erg or um, supersetting certain things with certain things, right? All stuff. It might be stair stair sprints, or it might be running with Austin, right? Just going for a run with Austin for around the block. You just belts out of the out of the house and Austin's my big samoid so he can run quite fast um so just doing that to get the heart rate up those sorts of cardio and conditioning um really will help amplify your training recovery times in between sessions in between sets and can it really help everything get better uh if you are out of shape and when i say out of shape that you you'll know if you're out of shape if you can't make it through sessions um you're out of shape if you if you can't make it to the next session because your recovery is not up to scratch you're out of shape you need to do more um if you are finding it really really hard just to do general things around around your life you need to get fitter essentially like people who struggle to walk upstairs or walk down the street or do things like that that's that's a bad sign and you want to address that um so yeah, so have a think about that. So you can, you, if you're trying to become harder to kill and you got your food and sleep and all that in check, the second step would be to get your cardio in check. Third step is to get your movement patterns in check. A lot of people don't think about this. They think about how do I get stronger in my squats and my deadlifts. But if you move better, and right when I talk about moving better, I'm talking about it's a it's a bit of a multifaceted answer here. But you've got movement quality in your squatting. So your knees and your hips and stuff all move well. Movement quality in your lunging, movement quality in your deadlift patterns, all right? And when I say deadlift patterns, I'm thinking like swinging, Romanian deads, deadlifts, all of those things, making sure that you can you can function your back and, and hips and knees to move in those angles where you're squatting well, you're doing lunges, you're doing like side lunges or Cossack squats, and they all move really, really well. So your hips move freely, knees move freely, ankles move freely. If you can do that, your lower body stuff's really good and you're ready to start loading it, right? It's safer to load it. You, you'll have a better potential to get stronger and stronger because your patterns are better, right? So that's something to think about. With the upper body, I look at scapular movement. So making sure you're moving your scapula right. Lat tightness and pec tightness, you want to address that. If you if you find your shoulders roll forward, it could be a lat tightness or a pec tightness. You want to loosen that up. So you want to be opening your shoulders so you can get them overhead. Uh, make sure your overhead quality is good. Make sure that your, you know, your shoulder blade's moving pretty healthy. And if you can do those things, then I think you're ready to load that upper body and, and progress in your strength. Now, it's not going to be perfect straight away and you should still train strength as you improve those things, but it's something to be aware of. If you don't have good movement qualities in any of those things, you want to address them. Like if you can't do push-ups very well because something's tight or locked out, like you want to address that. You want to fix that before it becomes an issue down the track, right? Because otherwise you'll just be loading bad patterns and long-term it just won't pay off for you. So that's the second piece. So you've got in, in terms of your body side, so you've got your cardio, you've got your movement, uh, you've got your strength now, your strength and power. This is the fun spot, right? I think some good strength standards to aim for. For, for general people, this is not for competitive athletes in strength sports because there is a huge difference between somebody who goes to the gym to feel better and look good and, and be strong and healthy and all that and somebody who competes in, say, strongman or, or powerlifting or something like that. Like, if you're in if you're in a strength sport, yeah, strong is the, the key. But if you're just doing it for a bit of fun as a hobby or, or to feel good or to look good, 
some, some really good um, targets to aim for, I think, is a double bodyweight deadlift. You know, if you want to be taken to another level, two and a half times bodyweight deadlift is probably what I'd class as like the stronger guys in the gym. They're hitting two and a half times bodyweight. Squatting, if you're doing a double bodyweight squat, fantastic. That's really strong. Bench press, you want to look to aim for around 1.5 times body weight. And girls, you want to look for around one times body weight. I think that's a really, really impressive feat. Um, if you are looking at pull-ups and you're doing more strength endurance, pull-ups, you want to be aiming for 20. 2-0, 20 there. If you're, if you're a female, 10. Strict pull-ups is a really, really good thing to aim for. Push-ups, you want to be aiming, I'd say, around 100, at least 50. It really depends on the body weight and all that at the moment with the with the push-ups and the pull-ups. But I think anybody should be able to try if they, you know, power-to-weight ratio is good. 20 reps is a good pull-up base. Um, but push-ups, like, I think anywhere between, say, 80 and 100 is a really, really solid spot. Um, 50 is a bare minimum, though. So you want to be able to hit 50. Now, with your jumping, there's different ways to jump. So box jumping, you've got your capabilities of jumping. So I, I recommend, like, I, I see 135 centimeter box jump is a massive box jump. Uh, 150 is fucking crazy. So Tim, who I posted, uh, Tim Sutherland, I posted a video of him doing it with ease uh, last night, I think it was, on the Instagrams. You know, that's fucking ridiculous. Um, and if you can get to that level, your power is no issue. Um, you're, you're a powerful athlete, right? So, um, yeah, that's, that's some things to aim for. So you, you're constantly trying to drive there uh, what else is there you got things like sit-ups and planks and stuff they're not things that really matter but you should be able to do them easily um, is what i would recommend I, I don't think a two-minute plank should be an issue or doing 100 sit-ups should be an issue it should burn yeah but it should be doable um yeah and there, there's some sort of strength and power standards the the power side i like to to look at the jumps to look at the kettlebells like how well you can swing a heavy kettlebell um you know, some, some good things to consider, like with, uh, you know, swinging, say, a, a 56 kilo bell or a 32 kilo bell for, for a female. Like, there's some really good standards that will make you stronger and better. Um, so, there, there's some things to aim for. I've just ordered an 80 kilo bell, which I'm pumped about, but you start throwing in snatches, clean and presses. They're things that, you know, you can really track, and the better they get, the better you'll get. So, have a play with them. The last piece to all of this is the fighting side of things. If you want to become harder to kill, you need to be able to be a little bit dangerous. And if you've got everything in, move, in, in check, you've got your movement down, you've got your food down, you've got your, your training down, your, uh, you know, your strength's down, power's down, movements are down, everything's going good. You throw in ha knowing how to handle yourself into that mix and you're going to become an absolute beast. Right, so learning how to strike, learning how to roll, learning how to you know wrestle and grapple, that sort of stuff. You can do that. You're going to become a fucking freak, right? Just dead set, you'll just become a fucking monster, and you will literally be harder to kill. So there's um a lot of people don't they they overthink it. Um, if you, if you're somebody like I started boxing and kickboxing and stuff like that, I ran into a fight when I was younger. I got bashed up by a gang and. Uh, you know, it, it was one of those things. I was like, all right, I've got to learn how to handle myself a little bit. So I've got better confidence next time something like that happens. Hasn't happened. I haven't been in a fight. There's been plenty of times where somebody has come up and tried to start a fight with one of me and my friends, but I've been able to, to you know, disarm it, not because I was scared, but because I was confident enough to tell them essentially to get fucked or they're going to, you know, like it's not going to end well for them. And that, that confidence um, can scare people out of, of taking action and trying to beat you up, which I think is a really, really good thing. And 
you know, it happens. It happens still. Like it happened just last year. I was in Peru. Um, there was like this this bar with my friend, and there was this big guy. He would have been I don't know, six seven, I think he was. He was fucking huge because I commented on it. I was walking past. I was I was pretty pissed. Like had a fair few Captain Morgans this night, and I said to him basically, I was like, "Mate, you're fucking huge." And he he like he did the whole like head head nod at me you know, try and intimidate me and stand over me. And because he was obviously fucking off his head and I've just fucking looked at him. I'm like, mate, I'll fucking murder you. Like, don't fuck with me. I will kill you. And I looked at him dead in the eyes and said, mate, I will kill you. And he looked at me and he goes, all right. And just walked off. Right. His intimidation was like backfired right on him because he realized that he met a guy that wasn't actually scared of him a little bit. Right. And it was one of those things where I was like, huh, I wonder if I would have done that if I didn't, you know, if I didn't honestly know that if, you know, shit went down with him, that I would take him down and strangle him or that I would be able to just, you know, give him one left hook and he'd be out cold. Right. Like, I wonder if, I wonder how that would have gone if, if I didn't know how to scrap. So, with all this said, guys, like I'm not trying to, to make you into a tough guy or anything like that. I just want you confident enough to stand up for yourself. I want you confident enough to not have to, to lock yourself in your house when there's a virus going around and, and have to worry about your, your immune system not holding up. I want you confident enough to be able to go in and know that you can make a five-day training week or a four-day training week and have the recovery to do so. I want you confident enough to know that in any given movement that you're ready to roll at any given time. So with all that said, guys, if you have any specific questions about any of these areas, feel free to hit me up, but just make sure that you're not looking at your your body as one um, one level, unless you're a strength sport athlete and you just need to get stronger. But even still, I noticed that the best, you know, strongman or powerlifters or anything like that, they're very adaptable. You know, they're, they're not just good at squat, bench and dead. They're, they're, they can also throw weights around or, or sprint or push a sled really well. And they've got that conditioning to recover. And the higher the level, um, sort of the, the more that proves right, right? It's sort of the low levels of, uh, of say, strongman where, you know, they're carrying a little bit of extra fat. They're carrying, you know, eating donuts between sets and all that where they'll say, you know, anything over five reps is cardio. Those guys in those novice categories, you know, they'll they'll make all those jokes and it's creating like a stigma around um, doing conditioning and taking care of your health and all that sort of stuff. But you look at the best, like there's a lot of guys that probably don't listen to this podcast, but guys that I follow online, uh, guys like uh, Ran, um, I don't know how to say his last name, Ran Dewis, I think something along those lines. Ran's a freak. He's a fucking athlete. I seen him compete when Chaz was competing in strongman. Even Chaz, Chaz is a fucking athlete, right? He's a crazy athlete. Um, but you got guys like Tyson Morrissey, you know, like guys like that in the strongman world. They're fucking animals. Like if they went into any sports, they would do really, really well. And uh, and I, I take my hat off to them. But they, they're sort of they're the leaders in their sort of weight classes. Cam Taylor is another one. They're leaders in their weight classes, but they're super adaptable. That they, they, you know, like. You see, you see Tyson in his off seasons doing like trail runs, and you see Cam in his, you know, when he's when he was playing footy, like he'd play footy and then he'd do strongman in the summer, like stuff like that. It's fucking really, really cool. So anyway, something to consider. It's it's um that's a like a, a sort of a more Australian level or world level, but then you look at the best in the world, you got the strongman and you know the big freaks. Even guys like Brian Shaw is in good shape. You know, he's in good enough shape to get his conditioning done. Thor, those sorts of guys, they're in good shape, right? They're not going to be able to go out and run a marathon, but they don't need to, right? And I'm not saying you should, but you should. They're fit enough to, you know, 
get through what they need to get through. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's all I've got for you today. I hope that helps out in some way. Become harder to kill, become more dangerous. It will pay off, I promise. And uh, and if you have any questions or you want to join Royal and become harder to kill, let me know. Hit us up on uh, at Royal Fitness on Facebook, Instagram. You know, you can hit me up on my Instagram um, and I'll be happy to help. Anyway, take care. Talk to you soon. Bye.